0: Section 8 of the Wit and Humor of America, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit librivox.org. Recorded by Patrick Reinhardt. The Menagerie by William Vaughn Moody. Thank God my brain is not inclined to cut such capers every day. I'm just about mellow, but then there goes the tent flap shut. Rains in the wind, I thought so. Every snout was twitching when the keeper turned me out. That screaming parrot makes my blood run cold. Gabriel's trump, the big bull elephant, squeals rain to the parched herd. The monkeys scold and jabber that it's rainwater they want. It makes me sick to see a monkey pant. I'll foot it home to try and make believe I'm sober. After this I stick to beer, and drop the circus when the sane folks leave. A man's a fool to look at things too near. They look back, and begin to cut up queer. Beasts do, at any rate, especially wild devils caged. They have the cruelest way of being something else than what you see. You pass a sleek young zebra nosing hay, a Nilgau looking bored and distingué. And think you've seen a donkey and a bird? Not on your life, just glance back if you dare. The zebra chews, the Nilgau hasn't stirred, but something's happened, heaven knows what or where, to freeze your scalp and pompadour your hair. I'm not precisely an Aeolian lute, Hung in the wandering winds of sentiment, But drown me if the ugliest, meanest root, Grunting and fretting in that sultry tent, Didn't just floor me with embarrassment. T'was like a thunderclap from out the clear, One minute, they were circus beasts, Some grand, some ugly, some amusing, and some queer, Rival attractions to the hobo-band, The Flying Jenny, and the peanut-stand, Next minute they were old hearthmates of mine, Lost people eyeing me with such a stare, Patient, satiric, devilish, divine, A gaze of hopeless envy, squalid care, Hatred, and thwarted love, and dim despair. Within my blood my ancient kindred spoke, Grotesque and monstrous voices heard afar, Down ocean caves when behemoth awoke, Or through fern forests roared the plesiosaur, Locked with a giant bat in ghastly war. And suddenly, as in a flash of light, I saw great nature working out her plan, Through all her shapes, from mastodon to might, Forever groping, testing, passing on, To find at last the shape and soul of man— Till in the fullness of accomplished time Comes brother Fourpaw, upon business bent, Tracks her through frozen and through torrid clime, And shows us, neatly labeled in a tent, The stages of her huge experiment, Babbling aloud her shy and reticent hours, Dragging to light her blinking slothful moods, Publishing fretful seasons when her powers Worked wild and sullen in her solitudes, or when her mordant laughter shook the woods. Here round about me were her vagrant births, Sick dreams she had, fierce projects she essayed, Her qualms, her fiery prides, her crazed mirths, The troublings of her spirit as she strayed, Cringed, gloated, mocked, was lordly, was afraid, on that long road she went to seek mankind, here were the darkling coverts that she beat, To find the hider she was sent to find, here the distracted footprints of her feet, whereby her soul's desire she came to greet. But why should they, her botchwork, turn about and stare disdain at me, her finished job? Why was the place one vast suspended shout of laughter? Why did all the daylight throb with soundless guffaw and dumb-stricken sob? Helpless I stood among those awful cages. The beasts were walking loose, and I was bagged. I, I, last product of the toiling ages, Goal of heroic feet that never lagged, A little man in trousers, slightly jagged. Deliver me from such another jury, THE JUDGMENT DAY WILL BE A PICNIC TO IT. THEIR SATIRE WAS MORE DREADFUL THAN THEIR FURY, AND WORST OF ALL WAS JUST A KIND OF BRUTE disgust, AND GIVING UP AND SINKING MUTE. SURVIVAL OF THE FITTEST ADAPTATION AND ALL THEIR OTHER EVOLUTION TERMS SEEM TO OMIT ONE SMALL CONSIDERATION, TWIT THAT TUMBLEBUGS AND ANGLEWORMS HAVE SOULS, there's soul in everything that squirms. And souls are restless, plagued, impatient things, all dream and unaccountable desire, crawling but pestered with the thought of wings, spreading through every inch of earth's old mire, mystical hanker after something higher. Wishes are horses, as I understand. I guess a wistful polyp that has strokes of feeling faint to gallivant on land, will come to be a scandal to his folk. Legs he will sprout in spite of threats and jokes. And at the core of every life that crawls, or runs, or flies, or swims, or vegetates, churning the mammoth's heart blood in the galls of shark and tiger-planting gorgeous hates, lighting the love of eagles for their mates. Yes, in the dim brain of the jellied fish that is and is not living, MOVED AND STIRRED FROM THE BEGINNING A MYSTERIOUS WISH, A VISION, A COMMAND, A FATAL WORD. THE NAME OF MAN WAS UTTERED, AND THEY HEARD. UPWARD ALONG THE EONS OF OLD WAR, THEY SOUGHT HIM. WING AND SHANKBONE, CLAW AND BILL, WERE FASHIONED AND REJECTED. WIDE AND FAR, THEY ROAMED THE TWILIGHT JUNGLES OF THEIR WILL, BUT STILL THEY SOUGHT HIM, AND DESIRED HIM STILL. "'Man they desired, but, mind you, perfect man, "'the radiant and the loving yet to be. "'I hardly wonder when they come to scan "'the upshot of their strenuosity. "'They gazed with mixed emotions upon me. "'Well, my advice to you is, face the creatures, "'or spot them sideways with your weather eye, "'just to keep tab on their expansive features. "'It isn't pleasant when you're stepping high "'to catch a giraffe.' smiling on the sly. If nature made you graceful, don't get gay back to before the hippopotamus. If meek and godly, find some place to play, besides right where three mad hyenas fuss, you may hear language that we won't discuss. If you're a sweet thing in a flower-bed hat, or her best fellow with your tie tucked in, don't squander love's bright springtime girding At an old chimpanzee with an Irish chin. There may be hidden meaning in his grin. End of The Menagerie by William Vaughn Moody